Hey everybody, my name is Misha, aka Refilling My Wallet. My name is David. And this is Thicker Bread. Okay, so welcome back to the podcast formerly known as Finance Fails and Cocktails, and now it's Thicker Bread. So if we are still drinking. What we, are you drinking? <laughs> uh, you made this. It looks like water. I try. Oh, uh, what uh, is this? Uh, Sprite and vodka. We had just a little dab left, so I might have overdid it a little bit. I didn't want to leave a sip in the you bottle. You couldn't put some grenadine in this, bro? <laughs> I wasn't sure if we ran out or not. We have a whole bottle of grenadine. Oh, my bad. Don't uh, worry, mine's strong, too. You want to try mine? No, get away from me. <laughs> um, so, everyone seems to like the name Thicker Bread. Well, they didn't tell us if they hated it. So <laughs> that's, that's a great name. It is a great name. It is a great name. Have you told your dad yet? No. Does he even know what a podcast is? You know, oh, so get this. He asked me if I could try and sell hay on Snapchat the other day. Huh. I was like, I don't think Snapchat's really used for that. And he's like, is there anything else? And he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, maybe Craigslist. And he's like, okay, post it on there for me. You could get a TikTok and sell it on there. I, if he wants to get a TikTok, he's more than welcome to. Oh, here. <laughs> <laughs> Without his smartphone, that might be difficult. Yes. Um, no, you could totally <laughs> sell hay on Snapchat. Not you. You have no friends really? on Snapchat. You would just post like, hey, I got hey. It would be local, mm. like to people you know. Oh, okay. But like, I think uh, it would be hard for him because he doesn't, one, he does not have a Snapchat, and two, he, he actually thought you could maybe do it. I could. Well, if, if, if I wanted to list it like... If I had friends who liked hay, then I would sell it yeah. on Snapchat. But you could sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Hmm, that's true. I forgot about that And just that be like, come by and pick it up, because they... Yeah, we might have to explore. Maybe I can have you post it on there. Do you have a picture of the hay? No. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so it's been a week, so this is going to be an, an episode. This is going to be an episode. Um, <laughs> there will probably be swearing. Just going to put that out there. I feel hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you are. You've been amped up about this. One. I've been waiting to record this yes, since I left for the bachelorette party, which ah, was Thursday. Thursday yeah. Um. So, all right. Well, I want to talk about before we dive into the topic, <laughs> the nitty gritty, the topic that we're gonna, you know, blow up about. What I want to talk about bachelorette party spending and bachelor party spending. All right. Do you have the numbers? I got the numbers. I got the numbers. I, I bet I did way better than you did. Unfairly, yes. <laughs> Even including what happened. All right. Well, we'll get into it. So um, I just did a bachelorette party, and mine was in Joshua Tree, which is like two hours and 40 minutes outside of San Diego. Um, Basically the desert. It's the middle of the desert. I feel like Coachella is near there. Palm Springs is near there. Yeah, it's out that way. Um, we just got an Airbnb, and uh, there was like 13 of us, and we just um, hung out mostly in the pool and just floated around. And the one really cool thing we did, uh, my friend, her the, the bride, um, her clients love her so much. She's an interior designer. Her clients love her so much that they were like, we want to send a gift to the bachelorette party and so her friend is telling me this what is your first thought if someone's sending a gift to the bachelorette party what I'm are thinking they sending booze. you're thinking booze i immediately thought it was a stripper and this is a company that is sending something <laughs> not just joe schmo so <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm, yeah. Well, I, I don't think there so. was no stripper, but they or booze. <laughs> well, there was booze purchased by us, but so they sent out an I, a mobile IV station. Why don't you elaborate on this? Because it is not what I thought it was when you first told me. So basically, these two, I'm assuming they're nurses. <laughs> I hope so. I, well, I didn't. I thought it was like, just, you took a course online and you could just go around. Anyway, so there are two nurses and they come out and they have all these IVs and these bags <laughs> filled with liquid and like whatever else goes in them. She told us like four times and I was just ignoring do you have that. to sign a waiver yes you sign a uh, waiver you put in like your weights and you put in um if you have any medication if you do like any of this stuff so it's pretty legit but it's, it's incredibly legit like it you have to make sure that you put everything in like have you had any like surgeries or major operations so that they know like how much to give you and if if you're gonna react poorly to something um so they they just put the bag on the thing. They load some stuff in that bag. Then they tourniquet your arm, jam a needle in there, and uh, the goods start flowing. And I'm telling you, I felt like a zombie, like return to a human. It was, and I wasn't even hungover. I was just tired, exhausted, jet lagged, and we got B12 shots. Like <laughs> this might be stupid, but I always thought when I read like in Vegas B12 shots. I thought that was like a drink. <laughs> you never passed by the stand that like I thought you get they had sort of this. I thought they had liquid that you drank, <laughs> yeah, like there was a, a shot, a, shot. a beverage, yeah, a shot glass. But ah. no, I mean they probably do. But. So we got that at the end. They like give you an actual shot in the arm. Oh, um, okay, I thought, I thought we were back on the other shot. No, like, okay, so yeah. it was so cool. Do you there know how it, much that cost for 13 of us? I heard. 300 oh, bucks four, per It was 4000 total. So, yeah. And we were like trying to figure out if we should tip and what we should tip. And Ooh. someone was like, oh, why don't we just do 20%? And the, someone was like, it was $4,000. And she's like, okay, like we're not doing that. So we gave them a 50 bucks, bucks each. 50 bucks like 50 oh, bucks. Okay. One of them got $50 and the other one got $50. I think that's fair then. I mean, so they, that's more they than probably 10%, get... But that's, yeah, I don't know. Hundred, yeah, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, so, I mean, bucks. they got. They said that some people tip and some people don't, okay. and I don't know. Something's better than nothing. They also get. I'm sure they get paid really well because they drove all the way out there. Yeah. One guy came from L.A. So. Ah, oh, where did the second person come from? Apple Valley. Heard of it? I don't know where. I it don't is. know where it is either. But I just pretended like I did. So. Um. Anyways, so this bachelorette party, not including the Airbnb, because that was already like. That was already removed from the budget, basically. Like, we'd already paid for that a couple months ago. Um, my budget was $600. Do you know how much I spent? I'm going to say 475 450 Ooh. All right, close. But. That's good. That's better than I thought you were going to do. I, As I was looking at the account, I'm like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, well, because I got sushi, and that was 50 bucks. Um, I also went to Target while I was out there. Vons. And Vons, yeah. So. The Airbnb was two eighty seven, but it wasn't included in that budget. And then our flight was free. My flight was free because so, of points. So, so what seven thirty overall? Yeah, yeah, seven thirty overall. And then you had a bachelor party a couple weeks ago. Let me tell you. Do you know how much you spent there? Uh, not including the like. Not board. including the board. Yes. Or uh, your flight, which was your flight was free. You know, I feel like I was pretty cheap. 
How much? With with the money no, back? Not with the money back. Okay, without the money back. Yes. I forget how much I got back. Uh, two twenty, I think. So let's say four hundred. You spent two hundred and forty-one dollars, including the room and board. No. Well. No. Okay. 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 Why don't you explain about the room and board? Okay. Okay. So we similar scenario. We rented a big mansion in Ramona, California, which is like an hour outside of San Diego, and uh, it had a pool too. So very similar to hers. Um, at 2.30 a.m. in the morning, a guy comes running around. A.m. in the morning. Yeah. Guy comes around, <laughs> flicks the light on, starts lifting, lifting me off my mattress. I'm like, what the fuck? A guy like, is, he was with the group, not yeah, just yeah, some, yeah. like, homeless person. So, and he's like, there's bed bugs, there's bed bugs. I'm like, okay, this is a joke. Like, what the fuck, man? You're waking me up. <laughs> I'm tired. And wah, uh, wah, wah. <laughs> So, anyways... Uh, so now that everybody is awake in the damn house, there was legit bed bugs. So at 3 a.m. now, we basically are trying to figure out what to do. So there's basically one room area that was contaminated. It was downstairs. It was downstairs in like the far back corner, basically, as far as everything away from everything else. And um, so anyways, a few guys, they left. I think four, four or five guys ended up leaving. Um, a couple of them weren't really drinking, so that's fine. And then the one guy, he actually drove two other people who had been drinking home. And then the rest of us were like, we cannot drive. We're an hour away from San Diego. Everybody's been drinking for 12 hours at this point. Um, so we stayed, and we ended up telling Airbnb, like, hey, there's bed bugs. We took video pictures, sent it to them. Um, so the first step in this is you cannot just contact the owner correct you have to contact airbnb immediately yeah because that's gonna be like what's gonna like cover you basically like that's gonna protect you yeah so we did so uh it's actually as soon to be bride uh she was the one that booked it and actually reached out to both airbnb and the owner and um anyways we ended up getting a full refund so that was nice definitely unexpected um, but I mean, we did have to, we had to leave Saturday morning. So that yeah. sort of sucked because this place is, it was like somebody said, I don't know if this is true or not. Somebody th- said it was like 9,000 square feet. It had two full kitchens. Like it was crazy. It sucks so much that you guys couldn't stay, but we made the best of it. You man. had to leave like bed yeah. bugs are no joke. Um, yeah. And then when we got back to San Diego, so we all basically had to split up and stay the people that came from out of town. We had to stay at other people's houses and it was like, put your stuff in trash bags. We're going to set it outside, let them bake, throw it in dryers, like anything we could do to try and kill them and prevent it from spreading and knock on wood to this point. Nobody has gotten them. So yeah. even the people that like were in those beds, uh, with them, uh, they well, luckily I think them. before they went to sleep, like they noticed it on the wall, and they were like, "What so, is this?" Yeah, so the guy that discovered it, he was laying down trying to go to sleep, and like a bug crawled across him, and he's like, "What the hell was that?" Um, and that's when he started like investigating. Yeah. So so, so that good. sucked, but bachelor party was still a success. So really, your bachelor party basically cost you like sixty bucks. Yes, <laughs> with the refund. <laughs> with the refund, and your flight was free, so well, you went to San Diego, spent a whole weekend there for $60 <laughs> total. Yeah, which uh, is sort of funny. I got I to gotta recommend this. So I've never Get heard... Get bugs? 
no, no, no. I've never heard of this game. Uh, so the one guy, he shows up, and he's like, send me $40. I'm like, okay, sure, here's 40 bucks." <laughs> so we're all Venmoing this guy $40. And he's like, okay, here's eight chips. They're each worth $5. He's like, uh, throughout the bachelor party, or 10 chips, they're each worth $4. Uh, throughout the bachelor party, you just bet on whatever you want. So it was great because, like, people were playing beer pong, right? And, like, people on the side were like, I bet you this team wins. I bet you he makes this next shot. Uh, like, the one guy and I, we were, like, we're flipping a quarter. And I was like, heads or tails? And we were, like, betting on that. So it's just. Did you guys bet on who could do the best handstand in the pool? We did not. Wow. But the, the Bachelor, he could do, like, handstands now, and nobody has apparently ever seen him do this. So we were all betting, yeah, like... That w- I learned about this at the Bachelorette party, and I was like, what? Yeah, so we were all betting, like, ah, oh, he can't do it, he can't do it. So he ended up winning a crap ton of money. And then, um, unfortunately, with the bed bug thing, the one guy who, like, got this going, he just sent everybody their 40 bucks back, and it was, like, bittersweet, because I was down, like, $15, so not terrible you amount. You are not a good gambler. I was battling all day. You I was like, no, no, I, I won. I won my first bet. That doesn't matter. <laughs> you, I'm nervous because you're going to Vegas. One of your bachelor parties is in Vegas. You are a terrible gambler. I love you. You are great at a lot of things. You not know, gambling. The good thing is, I'm bringing money for gambling, and I'm considering it spent. So if I lose it all, it's when, okay. When you lose it all, it's all right. Hopefully the roulette Maybe table you is treating try me nice. a different game. Let's not like roulette or I'm good cards roulette. or poker. Don't play poker I'm and don't not, play blackjack. I'm not playing either of those. I'm gonna play roulette. Maybe you could play anything else. Like Craps. Lucky number the, seven. The the slot machine. Maybe perhaps. Eh, maybe. Or like hopscotch. Maybe I, I can win a win a new vehicle. Do, is that about a vehicle? Because if you're talking about a vehicle, you know that that one has to go and you're going to be taking the Shoe Soul Express. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Well, sort of. Anyways. Mm. So. Um, okay. Anyways. So, in all of this excitement, we actually were able to clear another credit card. We were. So, that's exciting. It's Our credit card debt is now at 8640 which I know seems like a lot to you, but... We were over ten thousand when we combined, and we're down like two grand. So yeah, and hopefully we can make another payment towards that yeah. by the end of the week. So that'll be exciting. And we've also cash flowed both of these trips. Yes, even your sixty-seven dollar one. But <laughs> we did not swipe the credit card even to like float it or anything. So that's been like a really nice feeling, I think. Agreed. And we had uh, a couple hundred dollars set aside like before this and we didn't even have to touch and we haven't it. touched our vacation sinking fund so that's good mm-hmm. um so one question i asked my friends on this bachelorette party was do you feel rich do i feel rich absolutely not i feel broke well okay <laughs> so um a lot of my friends do make over six figures or they're in the six figures i should say and so i was like do you feel rich and <laughs> Most of them said no. Well, also, most of these people live in San Diego. Yes, you're correct. But still, so I had always like, I don't know, maybe this is naive of me, but in my head, once I made $100,000, I was going to be rich. Until like three days ago, this is what I thought. And I'm not 
So I'm sure that that's the case. Do you think these people have lifestyle creep and that is why or what? I think one, like you said, they live in San Diego. It's very expensive to live there. Like our mortgage is $1,400 and theirs is usually significantly more than that. Yeah, 3000 or more. So, I mean, and then if they're single, like, and they're paying for their own place, like that's, they're basically at that point paying for daycare and a mortgage like like and we they are have a car payment they may have a car payment they may have other debt like it just is interesting but one of my friends said yes really yes i'm not gonna tell you who. i know i know um but she i said do you feel i said first question do you feel rich and she's like yes and everyone just looked at her like <laughs> how about you make what <laughs> and so i asked her like why why do you think that you're rich and she said because i never have to say no to something i want to do because of money Ooh. and it so other people were like no i'll feel rich once i can fully retire and i'm set and i was like would you feel rich if you could know you could fund your retirement for the next 20 years and they were like no i want to be fully retired i want to have five hundred thousand dollars cash or whatever and i was i was like okay so i was like for me i thought if I had ten thousand as a buffer in my checking, I would be rich. Like ten thousand, not, 000, not that's my it? savings. Like my savings is not in this equation. Uh-uh. But if I had ten thousand consistently in my checking that had no line item, it's just buffer. That would be cool. Then I would feel rich. But I like what my friend said about: Do you have? I don't have to say no to anything. She can go to any wedding that she wants. She can go to any bachelorette party that she wants, any vacation she wants. She has this life, basically, where she can... She's content with what she can do. You know what's interesting? If we look at it in that regard, I think part of the decision you want to move back here was so we could do more things like that. So I guess in that regard, if we, we are starting to cash flow all these trips, so we sort of should feel rich in that regard... I told them, I said, I don't feel rich, but I do feel financially secure, which is something I haven't really felt in a long time because I know I'm not like if this furnace blew up right now, that would, that would suck. But, um, for the most part, I can swing things that I want to pay for or whatever, especially now that we've combined finances again. What do you think? Um, I definitely, uh, we sort of talked about this last week, like, uh, what was, we had the two questions. One was like, uh, what are you uh, struggling with? And what was the other one that I don't think. We didn't ask the other one. What are you like? What was your biggest problem? Was like the big question. I think, uh, too, since we didn't talk about it last week, one of my biggest problems was I don't like where we are financially again. Um, (laughs) So you do not like where we are financially. And I'm just like, this is good. Well, part of the interesting. Well, part of the reason is because I don't think we're to the point where like if we had a three thousand dollar expense, we cannot handle that with cash right now. I would agree. So, like for example, right now we want to buy a new fridge, but we probably could with cash, but I don't think we want to do that (laughs) quite at this point. Someone told me how to fix that. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, okay. So we're supposed. To, oh, if if you're on my Instagram, you've seen like our fridge has. We have a fridge cup, and basically it collects collects the drips, the drips from the freezer, and it turns to ice. And then we dump it out, and we put the fridge cup back. Um, 
they said to de take everything out of the freezer and let it completely Fall thaw. And then it'll fix itself. Mm. You know, I I did this one time. It was probably a year and a half ago now. Where there's like in the freezer, I took everything out. There's a plate that covers like the bottom of it, and there's all ice in there. So I did chip all that out, and I do remember now that that did fix it. So it must just sometimes get built up or backed yeah. up or whatever, so and do this. So we should do you- that, and then. This is thrilling content, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, hey, we're telling people how to fix their fridge. If you're living with the cup fridge uh, as well. We also should put, because I showed our fridge, because I want like the pretty fridge, <laughs> yeah. the glass and the, the containers. Yes. They said, where is your bottom shelf? Like, we're missing the shelf on the bottom. Oh, I remember. I just, why did that break? I think you broke it. That you overfilled it and it snapped off. Okay, well, that's a weak-ass fridge, and I don't think that's on me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does could, make it a little more difficult. So we that's like a $5 fix, probably. We just have to... Buy that part. Yeah, that's not that... But, but we've just kind of gotten used to not having I, that I, We Yeah, I agree. We but do we need to We'd have so that. much more room if we could put things in that We spot. totally would, yeah. But also, other people said, like, I also have the broken shelf, so don't feel bad. We're ordering that part tonight. We asked to get the thing, the other one, off of it. Like, What do you mean? There's, like, part of it is stuck. Oh, oh. Eh, we can get that out. Okay. Sorry. We got Anyways, off on a tangent there. So, I agree. I agree. Um, oh, the other question we talked about, and this was the last, like, no, this is the second to last topic before we dive into the topic everyone wants to know about. Um, how rich do you think you would need to be to no longer be in touch with where you are right now to be in touch what do you mean by that like okay let me think of an example like jeff bezos cannot possibly relate to any issue financially or Ah. whatever that we're having he makes too much money to like understand what that's like so like how much money basically would it take to shift your entire way of being do you think I don't think Any it's possible. Money would shift your. I do not think it's possible because you, if you ask rich people who are millionaires, they don't feel comfortable with where they are. Some, some do, obviously, but I think everybody has that worry of they're going to not have enough money. You think Jeff Bezos has that worry? Okay, not Jeff Bezos. Okay, I'm talking no normal people. So you think, let's say, like, I don't know that. Okay, okay. Like well, Kevin me, Hart. Le, okay, okay. You I, think Kevin Hart can relate to us? No. Even uh, so though he's been there. He he can probably relate. He's probably a little disconnected nowadays is how I, I'd put it. Yes. So he probably can relate, but he's disconnected from reality of today, I think. So, okay. So, instance, I think, so I think there is probably a number. I don't know what the number is. I'm sure if you get up into the double digits of millions. I don't, I don't think it would take that much. I don't think my CEO could relate to me. And I, my I CEO probably makes like one one point something million. Well, I I would hope if he's he's been in that role for how long now? I don't know, seven years. Seven years. So he probably might be. You don't think you think this was his first like high level job? No, that's what I'm saying. So he's probably at a point where he is in that double digit millionaire situation. Well, he's not double digit. He makes one point seven. But I mean, he has oh, other mean, assets. 
if he does his job correctly, if he does his yeah. investing correctly, if he follows personal finance plan. So, because like for example, so with like when we were looking at fire, our fire number is not very much. It's only like two and a half million dollars. I thought it was one point four. It's somewhere around there. It's it's very small if you actually look at it, um, and uh, even then, I don't. Oh, I want to. Fire is uh, financial independence. Retire early. The yes. whole idea is that you are going to invest enough money that you don't need to work, and like so you live off your investments. You live off your investments. So once we had like what one point four to two point let's say two million. million dollars in our retirement account, right? Yep. Then we would no longer need to work. We would have enough money to live the way that we're consistently living, to not need to make more money. Correct. Go on. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so like even that number, I think when we looked at it, we'd said we said we'd want to live off of like sixty thousand dollars a year, for example, and that's with no debt. That's like, you know. No. Was, well, that was no house, I'm sure. Yeah. So it'd be easy to live off of that, I would think, but. Even that number I don't like because I'm like, ooh, $60,000. If I wanted to go buy a something brand new that's several thousand dollars, oh, I would hard. feel that. Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. I, I would have to be probably double digits millionaire to where $10 million or more. At that point, I could probably go buy whatever, and it's not going to make a huge difference. I don't, I don't know if – let's say my annual salary was – seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars i don't think i could relate to where i am right now probably not i wonder what the monthly income would that be i mean i mean even if you do tax of 40 percent well let's just say we bring in seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a okay. year um divide by 12 months so that's sorry guys um that's sixty two thousand a month buy a brand that's new car off the, like, <laughs> off the that's, rack under my salary or you know it's under my salary but barely like so what i make in a year i make in a month you think i could relate to myself today probably i could not have the i would be do you think i'd have a fridge cup (laughs) if i made sixty-two thousand a month all right yes i agree i agree but then what happens if you lose your job you think i'm so stupid that i would just be spending sixty two thousand a month people do well god i hope not to that extent but but i mean no no people do it's in the it's in the show notes it's in the, in the show notes we'll talk about it yeah but um so oh, the reason this got brought up is because i started following this twitter called i okay i got twitter again um well i started following this twitter called celeb jets and it's basically <laughs> telling you like where the celebrities jets are going Really? Yes. That's a bit creepy. You know, like, Jack Nicklaus? How you say his name? Who? He's a golfer, I think. Jack Nicholas? That's not how you spell that name. Oh, goodness. That Jack Nicholas is an right, actor. Channel Leon. Jack Nicholas is an actor. <laughs> Here's Johnny. You're okay. There's a golfer name. Yeah, Nicklaus. Jack Nicholas. <laughs> now, now you're, like, throwing me off. Okay, N-I-C-K-L-A-U-S. Nicklaus okay sure okay so jack and then there is an actor name i think jack jack nicholas, <laughs> jack nicholas too but it's different nicholas it's yes it's yes, the Ni- jack the klaus everyone's laughing at me right now i can already tell okay anyways anyways so you can see where they're going and like or where their jet is going so kylie jenner at the end of july um she had her jet go 
35 miles. It was a 13-minute flight. It took 106 gallons of gas, which was, or fuel, it's $714 in just fuel, which put released one ton of CO2 emissions. Great job. She was going from Camarillo, Los Angeles, somewhere, like Camarillo, somewhere in there. Like, yeah. it's in, it's in Aventura, to Van Nuys. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Van Nuys. Van Nuys? I think Van Nuys. I have to oh, see it. I, list, I listened to a YouTube to see how to say it. Um, so she, that's as far as it went. Well, that's like Kobe. He'd take his helicopter everywhere. Why would you bring that up? That's so sad. Um, well, it's, but, just, it's just like crazy to think but so, about Okay, that. think about this. So she goes 35 miles, 13 minutes in a, fl- in a plane. Is she, is she in the plane? Who knows? Or is she just trying to get the plane closer to, to her yeah. house? Right? So that yeah. she can just go to that airport and... Instead of going all yeah, the way out in to her backyard, it's just that person can't relate. No, like you cannot possibly relate if no. you're like even. I think even if you were broke, it'd be hard to relate at that point. If you were broke, if you were broke, and now you're the to this level, yeah, to the Kardashian Jenner level, it yeah, would be, I think it'd be hard to relate. It's insane. So you just sort of like, I don't know, it'd fly out of my head. But there was like this TikTok guy, and he was he. This is how I found this um, thing, and he was like, "I don't ever want a paper straw given to me again. The turtles are not dying because we aren't." Um, using paper straws so like we're sitting here with straws disintegrating in our cups and kylie jenner is flying a plane to release one ton of co2 emissions into the like well you really think it's the straws well it cannot be the straws not can't not to get too political but i think that's what a lot of people complain about is like when they were talking about the environment and stuff then we have wealthier people taking their private jets places and all this stuff and then they're up there on their podium saying we need to care about the environment and do this and then here you are flying in your well, private and then jet. BP <laughs> spilled up all that oil into the ocean so that didn't help either. Yeah. Um, it's okay we're about to get real political with our main topic. Alright. You ready? I'm ready. I've been uh, ready. You, I was ready. born ready. Alright. Let me put on the boxing gloves here. All right. uh, okay so Unless you've been living under a rock and you only get your news source from us, uh, please <laughs> please don't. But um, Joe Biden, Joe Biden on Wednesday announced student loan forgiveness, his student loan forgiveness plan. Woo! Which yes, we we are in a firm support of. And if you aren't, I highly recommend you keep listening because <laughs> I think um, we've got some interesting things for you to know. We do. So, um, basically the plan is, oh my gosh, let me just pull it up officially, but it's $10,000. Correct. For, um, if you make what, under 125, if you make under 125 as, as a person, as an individual and then 250, right. As a married. Yes. Couple. I think for a combined household, for a combined household. Yeah. So that's, um, you know, a lot of people. Which is really exciting. Actually, I can tell you exactly how many people will be getting it. And because I put it down here, um, up to 20 million borrowers can have their loans fully canceled and 43 million. Yes. 43 million, 43 million um, will get some, some benefit. kind of relief. Yeah. So 10,000 for uh, people who are 
that. And then if you got a Pell Grant, which everyone like was had no idea if they got Pell Grants, but if you got a Pell Grant, um, you actually are able to get up to twenty thousand. Correct. So um, it's pretty exciting if you are in this camp or support people who are in this camp, um, which is very, I don't know. It's exciting for us, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to impact us greatly. Yeah. Um, so I, we are excited for it. Uh, I can definitely understand why some people are not. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you got you got to be honest with yourself. And if you were about to get this, uh, $10,000 relieved of debt, I'm sure you'd be happy to take it too. It sort of reminds me like the PPP loans and the stimulus, you know, when Which, people... Yeah, we can talk oh, okay. tons about that. Sorry. I, I didn't check me. your notes. You didn't check my notes. I've got tons on that. But basically, so 90% of the people who are getting some sort of benefit make under $75,000 a year. And I literally like saw that and I was like, that's so great that they're helping poor people. I make under $75,000 a year. I am a poor people in this scenario. Yeah. So, which kind of like shocked me. I was literally like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Like, in, you know, what I consider, I wouldn't consider as poor, but to make under 75000 and that's where 90% of us are, are making under that, it was, it's kind of exciting that. Yeah. Um, and well, this I will think- help narrow the racial gap, like the racial wealth gap, because it's going to give people the chance to literally do anything else. Yeah, well, I think uh, it's it's uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you go through uh, some uh, some more of your notes and I'll comment. Okay, cool. So, people who are against this, well, let's we can talk about what it means for us. Okay. So I have um like seventy seven hundred in student loans left. My original loan was thirteen grand, and since the pandemic payments i just started throwing money at it um because that was back when trump was still in office so i was like well he's not forgiving this so let's just go ahead and throw some money at this um so i was throwing money at it and then i took a a long break um and so because it's ten thousand that gets um reimbursed or paid off forgiven i called my loan provider on friday got through it took me it was a 30 minute phone call from like hold to okay, hanging so not up bad. not bad um 30 minute phone call and i said hey can i get like 2290 of my payments back and they were like yeah sure i got a question for you how did you hear about even calling them to ask them for that so people just were posting about it on instagram people uh. on instagram were like oh yeah like you can ask for refunds and so i looked into it and because of the cares act which was the whole like pandemic thing which is what like started this thing you at any time really you could have asked for a refund and the refund like your your amount goes back yeah to what you so like they basically add it back into your balance and so there are sources that are like oh you're gonna have to pay it back and people like oh but you have to pay this back and i'm like yes if you get more than ten thousand so if i get eleven thousand if i take out four grand or if I refund four grand, then I'm going to have to pay the difference. So my personal plan is see what happens with this 10000 if it like comes through and clears it. If it doesn't, let's say they're like, oh, it had to be 
by the date that it was announced, right? Okay. I'm just going to hold on to that money that they refund. And then once everything says zero, I'm going to take it and put it towards zero loans or the credit card. Or if they come back and say, like, you can't do, like, say, for example, oh, we saw you just got a refund. We are not going to give you the full 10000 We're only going to give you 7800 7, You're going to have that balance, and we're going to repay and we're going to repay the balance. To get it back to zero, get, basically. Yeah. So that's why I'm holding on to the money, that just in case it doesn't clear. Yeah, because that was, uh, I was talking to people about this, and that was one of the things there. Like, man, I'd be surprised if you could do that. Like, get your money back, and then they're going to cancel the whole 10000 I'm like, nobody knows, because I don't think there's official documents yeah. yet saying what it's going to be. So I think that's a good way to do it. If you want to try and attack it like that until we know, ask for your refund, hold it, do not spend, do it, not spend it, and then, you know, or, I mean, you might be in a situation where you where need you it need back, so that's at least our plan with yours, and then mine. You, I was thinking you were also going to get $10,000. I was too. But because of David's parents were divorced and the custody was your mom. Correct. So because of that. David qualified for Pell Grants when he went to school. So, David's original loan was... 31000 31000 even. 31000 even. For federal loans, then 4000 for a private loan. Yes. He had paid back to the federal loans... Almost $9,000. $9,000. It was like 8800 And at the time, like before... Before the pandemic and everything, it was. I looked recently. Your number was $31,392. You've paid some since, which is why your balance has dropped. But David paid nine grand. And, and at his this point today, I just went looked at up. It. Yes. Your balance went up. Correct. After paying nine grand. Yes. So here's that's reason number one why I don't give a fuck what anybody says about, oh, it's not fair. Shut up. None of this is fair. Um, well, <laughs> I'm totally, totally calm about this whole topic well i think uh i i've been talking with people about this because it's sort of a hot topic and um i i i think they sort of set you up for failure because yes um if i remember correctly this is like eight years ago now but if i remember correctly like when they set me up like okay it's time to start paying like they don't you i've i've have seen people that have like astronomical payments like eight hundred dollars which fresh out of college who along with maybe a car payment because you gotta get around i'm sure there's alternative options but like your rent depending where you live your rent either way you're you're taking on all these brand new expenses um as fresh out of college person and to have like an eight hundred dollar car payment or uh student Student loan loan payment payment on top of everything else like you probably can't afford that. Let's be honest. Um, unless you got a really high-paying job from the get-go, probably can't do that. So, well, they offer income-based repayment plans, correct? Which are trash. They are. Because remember, I was it my loan where you called them and no, it was like my loan. Oh, okay, and okay. I called and I said, "When will I be done with this loan? I've been out of college for like seven years. When am I going to be done?" And they were like, yeah. um, "We don't know because of the loan, like the repayment plan you're on. We don't know." Yeah, so it's basically these loans. Uh, my uncle was sort of telling me about them. They have like a negative amortization, which is crazy. You know, if you get a car loan, here it is. You pay it off over seven years. It's done, right? With these, it's not quite that way. 
and I think that's where they need to change it, which I they have. They have a thousand things they need to change about this thing. Yeah. Um, so I think part of the problem, too, is not only is this helpful, but they really need to look at the root cause of the problem and how these loans are set yes. up. What other loan, 18 years old, can you get without a job like, and take on you cannot take on get a massive card. amounts of you debt. You cannot get a mortgage, which is the amount of money that some of these people are taking out. You cannot. You can barely get a credit card, barely. Yep. So I think my first credit card offer was after college, when or like not after college, but during college, after like two years. So I was like twenty. You ha- we had jobs and got rejected for the Southwest credit card the first time we applied. Yeah. So. Tell me how this makes sense. And here's the other thing that royally pisses me off about student loans. Unless you're on like the parent plus loan, basically every other loan, you as an individual are responsible for it. So why do they take your parents' income into account? I think because you don't have any credit history. Okay, so so they got to use something based on, what if that my parents hate me? What, like there are... What if my parents are not going to pay this, which is likely the case for a lot of people, because they probably don't make enough money to throw at my loans. So they're going to base, what other loan do they base on someone else? On your parents. (laughs) On anyone else. Like, I couldn't get a loan and be like, oh, just use my husband's information. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're a co-signer. Exactly. Which, on these loans, it's me. Yeah. Like, my mom is not anywhere Even though they on. use her information. So how does that make sense? Tell me, you want to tell me something's not fair. How is that fair? Well, I think uh, that, and also I heard somebody recommend, like, so at 18, you're so naive. Most people don't know how this is going to impact them 5, 10, 20 years down the road. So one of the other recommendations I heard was, like, Maybe you take a two-hour, eight-hour, whatever kind of class to show you this is the impact of student loans, this is how it's going to impact your life over these time periods. And, like, because I remember when I was going to school, it's like you got your acceptance letter into the college, your, your dream school, and you did not give a shit about anything else. You got that acceptance letter, you're like, fucking in, I'm going. And it's, it's hard because it's like, would you pay attention to that class at that time? Probably I don't know. not, but don't at least know. they're at least they're providing the opportunity for you to educate yourself. And honestly, I hate to say this, but this is sort of where it sort of falls on the parents of working with your children and educating them. In a way, but them. a lot of them also don't know. Many people are first generation college students, and they have no idea. Like three months before you step foot on that college for college orientation. You're asking for a bathroom pass to go from geometry to the bathroom, and you got to be back in six minutes. So now we can sign up for these loans, but we can't drink. So, mm, can't smoke now. <laughs> I just, it frustrates me so much. It's not fair. I paid off my loans. People are lazy. Like, these, these are all of the comments that I've heard yes. in regards to, like, because I've been posting reels like crazy because it's hilarious um people think it's not fair because they worked they worked hard like the rest of us are out here just sticking our thumbs up our asses people are lazy um oh so someone else commented oh so now the middle class has to pay taxes on your loan what what do you do you think i just pay TurboTax for fun 
I also pay taxes. I have a job. So technically I'm paying for my loans just on a roundabout way. Oh, and, and my favorite, it's a handout. <laughs> of course you need a handout. Do we want to talk about handouts? I'm listening. You're, you're <laughs> on a roll. I'm just chilling. I just want to know how many of these people return their stimulus checks. Who said, mm-hmm, government, Mr. Trump, I don't need this money. Please take it back and put it back towards the, the debt of the country. Because apparently America is now in the debt-free community and trying to become debt. Like, this is the biggest problem. Yeah. Are we kidding me? Like, well, Department of Health, I think, has the highest spending of America's debt. Well, I think I think this is what it is, too. I mean, you can, you can almost say this about anything. So, for example business owners they get certain tax breaks why is that fair that you as a business owner get a tax break and i don't as a hard-working citizen or or are these people who are getting these business breaks these tax breaks are they tracking every mile then when they get their gas you know because you get you know you take your mileage off of how much your expenses or whatever are they tracking every mile or sometimes they go into the grocery store or sometimes they forget and they're just going to use an average because yeah. I doubt they're doing that. So are they taking advantage? Are they taking a handout because they're not accurately tracking their mileage, their spent expenses? Oh, did they get a million mint credits and now they don't have a phone bill? Well, yeah, this is sort of like uh, me thinking about the PPP loans. How many people took those when they didn't really need them? Or I will tell big, you. Or big companies took them and honestly it was not meant for those companies so like you can say this about anything almost it's It's, it's all a matter of what like you're caring to fight about it people care because it's not them yeah and i i I will be completely honest if i worked if i paid off our suit my suit loans and this came out yeah i'd probably be a little salty too because like shit i just spent all this time and money paying these down but if we're talking about responsibility and you're saying oh well i was responsible about it well good you're not taking the handout so you should feel proud about that i've also some of my friends paid theirs off like a couple years ago and i was like think about the interest you've saved like think about the money you've actually saved like you you, some people probably have saved more than this ten thousand so it's it's like good for you but also also i know this might not go well but like I'm sure you people are not doing so great at other parts of your life. Yeah, we might have not been the most financial savvy and paid this stuff off. And also... We're paying the loans. You didn't defer once. That is true. I was actually about to say is like, just because you paid yours off in eight years and I'm I'm on a 20-year timeline, that doesn't necessarily make me a bad person. Like, What other privileges are people having that they can do this? there are people who get loans and they're funded by you know their family their family is generous enough to give them a loan and so they're they're doing this at a one percent interest rate and are they earning interest the second they take out the loan no they're not because it's family and that's amazing i'm so excited i hope i can do that for someone someday i hope i can pay for someone's college someday Every single benefit that occurs from the government is not going to go to every single person. It yeah, very cannot work happen. like that. It cannot. And the PPP loans, if you don't know what a PPP loan is, it's the Paycheck Protection Program loans, and it was done um, during the beginning of the pandemic for small business people who 
needed money basically to like fund their business yeah and pay their employees people will argue that well the government forced me to close i know several people they did not close and they still got a ppp loan they didn't need the ppp loan and they they said oh well you've got an llc go ahead get it yeah it's not that hard it and 11.5 million ppp loans were given um 707 which is not a lot of people but 707 borrowers got 10 million dollars which is the maximum amount um 10.2 million of those 11.5 million loans are partially or fully forgiven Mm. and the average was like 70 something thousand that people took out so so yeah that's basically the point is like everything's not going to be fair for example you pay into like um uh what wealth uh not welfare but like unemployment unemployment um which if you don't ever use it like that's something, that's, you that's something you'll never get advantage of they tell us social security is going away eventually you're not going to get social security i'm sitting here anyone who makes over 147 or under one hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars pays into social security once you pass that 147,000, you're not paying social security taxes by the way so let's also do you know a lot of people who were getting those ppp loans were congressmen and congresswomen oh really yes and the white house put them on blast so these congress people were like how dare they forgive these people's loans like the student loans blah blah blah. and they'd be like oh i remember when you got a 1.9 million dollars forgiven for your ppp loan congress get it that's crazy because they can so we're just gonna sit here and say like no 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 this that's gonna help people who make 90 percent of the people who make seventy five thousand dollars or less it's gonna help them screw them well also i think the uh fact check this but i'm pretty sure so like the banks were being particular about who they had give the loans to because they're making fees off of these and i think the bigger loans they did the more they got in fees so like that's the problem with it too like so it's all like it's like you said it's not going to benefit everybody there's very few things that benefit everybody and honestly this is just how the way it is (laughs) joey robinette said in his um little when he was done getting his press talk man is so old man joey (laughs) robinette is so old if you don't know who Joey Robinette is, it's Joseph Biden. Um, he was like walking out and someone was like, oh, is it fair to the people who have um, like paid their loans? And now what, what are you going to say to them? And he turns around as slow as an old man can turn. And he says, is it fair that these corporations got billions of dollars in bailouts? Is that fair? Yeah. 2008. You, 700 yes. million. 991 billion, companies have gotten or got bailouts 635 billion in bailouts and there's still three or only 390 billion of that has been returned gm gm still has 11.3 billion out that they are not repaying that's a taxpayer loss are you up in arms no they're not yeah chrysler 1.21 billion in outstanding i looked up numbers guys well you know what you know what the argument will be is people will say oh well those companies are employing people well exxon fired a bunch of people four thousand people after they got a bunch well and i was about to say if you are a true believer in capitalism then sorry sucks to suck sorry you failed as a business yep and if we if we my 
These people who want to talk about you got the loan, you should pay it back. If you signed up for it, you should pay it back. David Ramsey, Donald J. Trump, Donald whatever his name is. is That's the president's middle name is Jay, right? The old president. Um, Walt Disney, Henry Ford, J.C. Penney, Tom Petty all filed for bankruptcy. And? And you get a crap ton of shit forgiven when you file for bankruptcy. Ah. Or you get put on a special payment plan so that you don't have to pay. So you took it out. You pay it back. This is your fault. You are irresponsible with money. Are you or not? (laughs) I see your point. Donald Trump has filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy six times from 91 to 2009. They were all corporate. They're all corporation things. The 2004 bankruptcy for the Trump hotels and casino resorts caused 400 employees or 4,000 employees sorry to lose 2.2 million dollars in retirement damn so who do we care about yeah who are we caring about well that's what Dave Ramsey had a million dollar net worth had to file for bankruptcy and sits here and preaches and tells everyone that they're terrible for being terrible with money <laughs> David come on <laughs> Ramsey David Ramsey not you thank you I appreciate that man um, I'm telling you I am well, so that- livid about this like they people are picking and choosing who they're going to be mad at and they're going to choose to shit on people who could actually benefit from this and this this honestly um might be one of the better benefits for the like middle to lower class honestly truly i think it helps give a lot of people a step up Uh, it helps push them for and i know like last week i said like our month to month it's not gonna really change much which currently it will not but for us to lose 30 grand in student loan debt when we've been trying and working to pay it off is an amazing benefit and i don't go to national parks my tax dollars go to that so like are we gonna do you know how many wars my tax dollars have gone to that i don't love think about here's one that's political but not your tax dollars also pay salaries and raises for politicians that you don't like yeah yeah and then they give themselves raises and you know like yeah there's a lot to it i think with everything you can find something to bitch about and this unfortunately is uh one that people are complaining about nothing's gonna be perfect here's what i did if you want to find something to complain about you'll find it i have i don't care to argue with people about this i really don't care because what is me arguing with you gonna gonna do for me i know i sound very like up in arms about this because i i do have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this well i don't care to argue about it because like with people because what's the point like what am i arguing you going to do yeah it's not like i'm arguing with you with you about racism black lives matter like lgbt rights i'm not arguing with like that yes i'll fight with you about because like how you are as an individual to people minorities um the people in the lgbt community can affect someone you being against student loan forgiveness doesn't matter nothing i say to change your opinion is going to do anything because you in the grand scheme of things don't don't matter in this like as much as that sucks to hear your opinion of not being for this doesn't matter 
Well, you know, honestly, I sort of, uh, well, this is on the national level, but uh, one thing that I've sort of been thinking about recently, now that sort of we're on this politics uh, thing, mm-hmm. is I think we're starting to realize how important local politics are versus yeah. just the national politics. I'll be honest, I couldn't tell you anything about local or even Ohio politics, really. Um, and our governor. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Um, our so I mayor. Think, so uh, huh? I said I know our our mayor. <laughs> um, no, so I don't. think so I think if this is one of those things where it's like if you are upset about this, what they say, get involved in your local politics, and your influence is going to hopefully trickle up the ladder. So like if you don't want somebody in there that's going to do this again, you know, get involved with whatever you need to to. Nah, don't uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm trying to see both sides of it, but. I don't um, care about the other side. No, I, I agree. I think, uh, or I, I don't agree. I can see and understand their perspective. I get but that at the end it of sucks. The day, I get that it sucks if yours aren't forgiven. I get that that feeling sucks. You know. Okay, this is what I think about. When we were in school and we didn't have um, sports. sports, our levy failed and we didn't have sports. That sucked. For everyone who was there in the fall. Yep. Spring. Because that was our senior year. It was our senior year. Spring, we instituted pay to play. So the football players were probably upset that they didn't get a season. Yep. I, that sucks. Yep. You can be sad and disappointed. There's no need to be a bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, oh, I, I, I can't remember. One other point I need All to make right. sure to make, but go ahead. I can't remember if I said this earlier or not, but um, I was going to say, like, you can judge me for, yeah, maybe I wasn't the most financially, like, savvy person. But I'm sure some people have done some shitty things that uh, I could easily turn the tables on you and be like, huh, that was questionable. Why did you do that? So nobody's perfect. So at the end of the day, if something's going to benefit me, yeah, I'm going to probably be a little happy about it. If you can get money from the government, take it. I'm sorry. That is the dumbest. Well, and to not do that is so stupid. Well, the other thing, too, is, uh, like, I think the, one of the concerns is, like, oh, how's this going to impact things? If you're worried about the debt ceiling, let me tell you, it's so high, the number doesn't We're not going to be debt-free. Yeah, America it, is not going it's, to be debt-free. It's debt just free. a relative number. Dave Ramsey number. gave up. Like, it's over. <laughs> also, I'd like to point this little fun fact out if you want to be, if you want something to be mad about. There were... 55 corporations within America that are the largest corporations that do not pay federal corporate income taxes. For instance, Whirlpool, Nike, HP, Salesforce. And they do this completely legally because of how the tax code is written. Loopholes, yeah. We call it loopholes or do you call it a tax advantage, a tax benefit? If you don't believe in loopholes or tax advantages or tax benefits, then then you should be paying more taxes and taking your refund and returning it back to the government so that they can close their little debt ceiling which is not going to happen um i just those 55 corporations who didn't pay 8.5 billion dollars they actually received 3.5 billion in tax rebates (laughs) jeff bezos did not pay taxes in 2011 that's what he said because his investments of this multi-billion dollar person were losses compared to his income if you want to be mad about something there you go 
Yeah. I just... Well... <laughs> maybe check out all my notes because I wrote a ton of them. I just... I get that it sucks that you didn't get to play football. It sucks. Lots of things suck. Yeah. Like... You gotta get thicker bread. You gotta get thicker bread. <laughs> I was gonna end the podcast, but... Um, you know, it's funny. People will say, like, this isn't fair. And what were Life we told when we were fair. kids? Well, also... Life's well, not fair. Ooh, can I make Get this? over it, kid. Yeah. Can I make this freaking point? Maybe. If you're so mad about the student loans, how about we start educating people in high school when they're potentially preparing to go to college about budgeting, what student loans entail? Like... Not shitting on community colleges. Yeah. Offering... Talking yeah. about trade school. There are... There are a ton of great options a there lot are. of them are shit on well and i i mean i i i will never forget this when we were about to graduate high school and my best friend was like yeah i'm not going to college i was like what do you mean like that's what we fucking do <laughs> so the next I, yeah because it is so beaten in our heads that you go to college after high school like to me it was not even an option of not going yeah and if i knew what i know now i probably would have done things literally differently but as a naive kid like i said i got the acceptance letter i'm going i'll make it work some way or another like that's the reality of the situation you know i'm sure there's some wise 18 year olds that do know there are and there are people who have parents who can teach them which i hope we get to do for ellington i hope we i hope he doesn't have loans but also that is a huge privilege to have financially sound parents to have parents who could pay for your college like there's just it's just a lot of thoughts yeah on this and it's 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 we need we one the this the forgiveness doesn't resolve all the issues around this topic correct it is a lot deeper top it is is a huge issue I'm sure colleges are going to raise their prices because they do that every year. Um, yeah, the colleges have gotten out of control. I think if you talk to anybody back in the 70s, you could work a summer job and pay for school. You cannot not freaking do that. It's not possible now. So, like, there, there, there's a multitude of things that go into this, and this is on just one of the issues of it. Yes. As being a consumer of the college experience. Like I said... Everyone has to get everything. Correct. There's just no... It's just... You're going to get something anything one day. in life. Anything. You're going to get something one day. You are. Yeah. Like, it's just... That's... One day you'll get some benefit that, that I don't get. Yeah. When you make $200,000, 60 grand is isn't going towards um, Social Security. That's pretty awesome. I don't have that. I have to pay 6.2% of my entire paycheck to social security even though i may very well not get social security yep i pay however many percent towards unemployment towards medicaid like that we may not get those benefits there are people homeowners are paying for schools that maybe they don't even have kids who are going to go to school is that fair should you only pay taxes if you have to schools if you have kids yeah what about homeschoolers? Should they have to pay? Like, 
It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. It just doesn't I, work like that. I will say I, I got a little smile on my face. I am curious to see the comments on this because, honestly, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I want to see what other people have to say and when maybe they can educate us. The, the What I've gathered is middle class people are going to be paying, paying for these taxes. Um, like I'm just a ghost who just gets to also I don't I get my student loans forgiven and I don't have to pay taxes um they think it's a handout they think it's unfair they think it's just gonna grow the debt ceiling unlike everything else that we're doing um I just all the leaves are brown guys all the leaves (laughs) are brown Alright, you hit all on you hit all of your I'm points. I'm pretty sure I hit all my points. <laughs> I I have like this is the most page of notes. I know you've been like clicking uh, been, flipping like, through pages. Going over there. through all of them. Um just <sighs> I'm really excited. And I'm really excited for people who are going to get it this is forgiveness. Gonna be, it is it's, gonna be it's, life changing to some people. It's going to also put money back into the economy by giving people this little bit of relief because you know they're gonna spend it if they weren't financially sound to begin with they're probably gonna go spend it well maybe they can now get a mortgage Hmm, that too maybe they can now like progress their life and start doing things that they they want to do but couldn't because they have even if it's only a 300 hundred dollar payment that can be game changing so i just try to see the good i mean we don't we pay for a lot of things fha loans have benefits that second time homeowners don't get to get like that's just that's how it goes like i know it sucks yeah people file bankruptcy every day also and they get to they don't pay those debts um except student loans student loans are not exempt from bankruptcy (laughs) which is crazy um well it's the government (laughs) the government did it they set up these loans for people to continue to pay um all right i'm a cool down <laughs> i feel like beyonce when she's like cool off cool off um <laughs> the, i you, think the only other topic that got me this upset was health insurance oh yeah we we had a we had a rowdy episode on that one so if you stuck around for my entire we're about an hour <laughs> you stuck around for my entire hour rant i appreciate it um we can cool the dot off with a. Uh, other OPB. people's business opd okay i took screenshots at weird points so i might pause when i have to like swipe swipe all right am i the asshole for refusing to pay rent towards my boyfriend's mortgage if i move in for with him <laughs> i like it okay so my boyfriend he's 33 he's a male and i i'm 29 and i'm a female have been dating for three years he owns a house and lives there by himself I live in an apartment by myself. We've talked about moving in together as the, that's the next logical step in our relationship and we both want to do it. But I have some hangups related to moving into a house that I don't have any stake in. I am refusing to pay any money that would go directly towards his mortgage. I don't have a stake in his house. Why would I contribute to his mortgage payments? <laughs> I'm okay with helping with utilities, groceries, household items, but paying his mortgage is a hard no for me. I just don't think it makes any sense for me to pay towards his mortgage when I would get nothing from that if we were to break up. 
His argument is that I would essentially be living with him for free and it would cause an uneven dynamic in our payment towards shared living expenses, which I kind of get, but at the same time, he's the one benefiting from paying down the mortgage and gaining equity, not me. He also argued that the mortgage is pretty much exactly what I was paying in rent. So by cutting that in half, I'm saving a lot of money on living costs compared to living on my own. Which, yeah, that's nice too, but legally, it's still not my house. (laughs) I have to find my spot. I told him the only way I would pay money for rent is if he signs a contract with me stating that any money I pay towards his mortgage will be paid back to me by him in the event that we break up. It would also allow me protection from eviction (laughs) and other basic tenant rights, similar to a rental agreement. He is refusing to sign anything like that because, in his words, I could break up with him for no reason and then take him to court for thousands of dollars. Dang, <laughs> that is a juicy one. I'm not even done. Oh, shit, all right. <laughs> just find it comical. Um, which I suppose is true, but I wouldn't just break up with him for no reason. <laughs> this whole situation is driving a wedge between us, and he's pissed at me for being so difficult when... All he thinks he's asking is that we split living expenses 50-50 if we were living together. To me, it's not that simple when he's the one owning the house we live in. If I were on the title, it would be a different story, but he's not willing to put me on the title because he's lived there for seven years already. My lease at my apartment is up in two months. I need to make a decision sooner or later. My landlord's increasing rent and apartments in our area are also going up, but I just don't feel right contributing money towards his mortgage. I can I also know that if I renew my lease, it's pretty much a dagger to our relationship, which I don't want because I do love him and see a future with him. I just want to make sure that I'm protected. I can tell my boyfriend's patience on this is wearing thin and he's upset with me for digging in my heels in this. But for me, this is about protecting myself for the worst case scenario while he's not really risking anything. So, here, here's is my, this person the asshole? Here's my short answer. They do not need to move in together. <laughs> I feel like there's some maybe deeperness, deepness to this. Deeperness. Deeperness. That drink's getting to you. Um, Apparently. Um, like, uh, I, I will say, I totally understand her point. I never, like, looked at it that way. Me neither. Until I read this. And I was like, okay, the, I see your point. The only thing I could think of is this is what they do. They look at all their combined expenses, whatever, say, all right, this is what it is. However much the mortgage payment goes towards equity, he gives her a break of that, let's say it's $400. Okay, okay. He contributes so she would $200 like towards more. Interest, basically. Uh, no, no. So, like, it's 50 50, right, to set it off. But he's like, oh, the house payment, we get $400 in equity. Since he's getting that, her expenses are 400 less. So if her expenses are twenty five hundred, her half, she only pays twenty one hundred. He pays the twenty nine hundred, but he's getting the four hundred. Or uh, that my I math, see. my I, math I get might it. be I get right there. I get like, so whatever the difference in equity is, she gets like uh, the off discount, her rent. basically. Yeah. So okay, I I am a firm believer. Well, I was before I read this um, that like. <laughs> If two people are living in a house, two people need to be contributing in some way to the 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 house the, or the payment or not the, the payment house. the house the house slash payment. Now let me 
let me offer a star, an asterisk. <laughs> um, asterisk? Asterisk. Um, Drinks getting to you. If stay-at-home parents, you already know that that's a job. So you're contributing by watching these children. And that, no. Yeah, you don't have to also get a second job because that other person doesn't have to pay for child care. So um, that's, the, that's my exception. Um, in this scenario where there's two people who are both working and both no kids. capable of paying rent, I think she should definitely pay something. I agree. Or, or he sells the house. They get whatever the next place is together. If they buy or they rent. Mm. Because I understand her point. And she probably has something. She's 29. So there's likely some event in her past that has occurred. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I'm just making up the story. But if it's not out of the realm of possibility that something in her past has happened where she felt screwed out of her living situation i gotta say i like this she's trying to protect herself this yeah. way because she is sort of true like i'm gonna help this guy i mean he so for example she is like he doesn't want um me to like break up with him and then he owes me thousands of dollars it's the same way if he's gotten additional or like he's basically getting free equity or however you want to phrase it yeah um with her help and contribute towards that he could break up with her and be like thanks for helping me pay my mortgage for six months yeah. like so yeah i, I, I agree i see it i i, it's, it's I, I never it thought about way. this perspective i was I immediately everyone has marked her as the asshole um but is the asshole I, yes no. i just don't i understand what she's doing i understand why she's doing it i mean it is terrifying to think like okay let's say they're together for two more years right and she is contributing all this money to this mortgage and then they break up for whatever reason maybe it's a nice reason but now she's basically two years behind so, on whatever she was. Did, did I miss this? So let's say she said, would her rent be cut in half? If she's paying $1,000, she'd only be paying $500. So that's a benefit I, to her. I was going to say, I guess in that regard, you could look at it as she's getting equity because now she no longer has an additional $500. But what if he moved in with her? Her rent would get cut in half. That is true. And then he could just keep his proceeds for the house. So I feel like the solution in this scenario of people I don't know, of other people's business, is to get a different place. Sorry, sell your house, rent it out, whatever you do with it, I don't care. But... They got options. I don't think that... (laughs) I, I don't think that she's wrong. I don't think that he's wrong. I don't think either party is wrong here. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see think a, a for wrong... sure right person. Yeah. I don't see her as the asshole, but I don't see him as the asshole either. Because I agree. Like I, I think... said, in this scenario, I think that both people should somehow be contributing to rent or mortgage or whatever it is. And if that's percentage based, because she like doesn't make as much, that's fine. But whatever works for them, that is what is important. Currently, here. nothing is working for them. Well, that's why I said maybe they shouldn't move in together. They, they don't seem like they're ready to take that step. This is the hard part, and this is getting into uh, we still like each other um, kind of content. That's a podcast. Highly recommend you listen to it. But like, she's basically saying like, in two months, my lease is up. I need to make a decision, and you don't really ever want to be in a position where you need to make a decision on where you're going to live with someone that you're like in a romantic relationship with because of time constraints. Yeah, that's not. A may, good they might not be ready to, to take this in. step. Honestly, 
and it's which sucks but i know what she's saying so she's like okay do i move in with him now in two months or do i wait a year in two months i get why that's like not appealing especially when she's like i don't want to pay my more my rent for another year if i can be not doing that but she might do things they could break up yeah i think at the end of the day they're both gonna benefit from this but yeah i i see her point but i like i said if you look at it like i'm saying if her rent's gonna cut in half she's sort of getting equity you know i see what you're saying she's she's been she's benefiting yes yeah she might be yeah she's benefiting but who's benefiting more like financially with the way housing is going and what if they break up and he sells the house because of her she, she well helped and then too to that and well and then too i think her from in her defense is if that happens now she has to go back to renting and she's gonna be back in the same spot she was two months ago yep so and she also said like um i lost my train of thought she said something <laughs> oh 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 she wants to protect herself from being evicted without like Ooh, no yeah. notice like what if he locks her out of the house one day and she's stuck that and all of her stuff's inside i it sounds like there's some trust issues but rightfully so i don't think they're incorrect even if he's the greatest guy in the world i could see how that would be like we've never had to, to do this um and i'm sure they've only been together i forget how long she said but well, honestly too maybe uh to protect him he doesn't want to squatter well, if they break up and she's like, no, you can't kick me out. I live here. I don't know what the law is on I, something like this. I don't but, know. Diff- I don't know. Not like but, so, I mean, honestly, it might be beneficial for him in that regard. Yeah. So, definitely draft something up. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe get your own place together. That's different. Yeah. You know? You got some options. You, stranger on Reddit, have some options. <laughs> okay. So, I think that's our podcast. Um, as always, life. Life isn't fair. It is not. So. You have to get. Thicker bread, man. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Follow me on Instagram at refillingmywallet. Don't follow me anywhere. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs>